Don't stop going, going south Cause they'll let you play music real damn loud Don't stop heading, heading south they won't understand a word From How to Barbecue Right Studios in Hernando, Mississippi, Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Morning, Matt. Morning, Derek. Uh, it's a great Friday, getting ready for a uh, the first weekend in December. Uh, but before that, Matt, you've got something going on at the school today. I do have something fun going on, Derek. After we record our show, release it this morning, I will be announcing the uh, in-school game for the Hernando Lady Tiger soccer team and the Hernando Tiger soccer team. They'll be hosting DeSoto Central. Girls at 9 o'clock, boys at 10. It is a fundraiser for their school. Kids can get out of class, go watch a soccer match. Oh, in, what's, what's, the, what's the buy-in? $5. Five dollars. So I think they're expecting maybe about a thousand kids. So pretty good amount of chunk of change. You probably so, could have charged twenty dollars to get, to get out of class. <laughs> the yeah. kids like, wait, I get to miss. What's a, what's a match? So it's 80, 80 minutes each. So we're talking one hundred and sixty minutes. Yeah, that's um that's the entire morning. That is true. So twenty bucks. Here yeah. You go. So go. you probably get to leave at eight thirty and come back about eleven thirty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. not bad. Uh, and then get to listen to me, of course. So on a Friday. On a Friday. Only two beautiful Fridays weather. Left. Yeah. Only two Fridays little, left yeah. in this year. Little chilly, but the blue, you know, blue skies, uh, you know. So look, by the time we release our show, uh, the game will just about be ready to kick off and so forth. But going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I like doing that, announcing for the the young people. I don't know if you ever you've been to a number of soccer matches. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you've been to a dozen soccer matches. No, every soccer match you've ever been to, they've probably never played music. No, or no, played uh, uh, fun announcements whenever they score. No, nothing. See, I love doing that. Um, when Hernando boys or girls score, I have some things, some sound, sound effects, and stuff like that that uh, I like to play, and the kids get a kick out of it. And it's just it's a lot of fun, and it, it takes kind of a boring. It makes a boring game, which soccer can be, especially if it gets far away from the stands and the ball just kind of quick sands over in the corner. Um, you know, just something fun. That's just what I like to do. I like to watch people smile, and and the kids enjoy it. So when they score a goal. Hopefully, Hernando will score some goals today uh, so, so the kids can hear the uh, sound effects and so forth. But, uh, you have, can you personally do the 45-second goal? I, I've been, I could probably do it. I've been told to do it, but I have it on a sound effect. And gotcha, so, gotcha. But I, because as soon as I do it, I'll you know my voice will crack or something, <laughs> and I'll sound like an idiot. But uh, looking forward to calling the Hernando Lady Tiger and Hernando Tiger soccer matches here shortly. So, uh, you know, good luck to them. And those that are listening to our show today, uh, you may have missed a game, but uh, hustle over 9 o'clock on Friday. Friday, uh, December 3rd for the girls, 10 o'clock, Friday, December 3rd for the boys, and uh, good luck, Lady Tigers and Tigers. Derek, I know somebody that will be there this morning to support the Tigers, uh, definitely for the boys game, will be Mr. Brian Couch, whose son plays with my son. I'd like to continue to thank Brian and Terry of Team Couch of Birch Realty Group for being our 2021 presenting sponsors. Brian and Terry possess over 64 years of combined real estate experience. They have been the number one team for residential real estate for over 12 years. They are ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. They were recently voted DeSoto County's best realtor for the fourth time. Currently offering a free, no obligation market analysis. Give them your address. They can tell you all the analytics about your zip code, your neighborhood, what's going on with a mile of your home, 
how long homes are staying on the market, how fast they're closing. Brian and Terry pay for and know the best analytics in the market. Give them a call today at 662-449-1700 or try Brian on a cell phone at 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. Learn more information at teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com. Do not go into this hot DeSoto County market all by yourself. Now's the time to use a realtor and you can't find better realtors than our 2021 presenting sponsor, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Derek, I'm not one to uh, you know shine light on myself. That's kind of a joke. Anybody who starts a podcast is a little <laughs> egotistical for sure. But um, this coming Saturday at the How to Barbecue Right shop will be Santa Claus. It will be Santa Claus. His, again, the first of four to five trips here in this month. It will also be a particular UTW podcast host birthday. It is a early birthday to a, uh, a certain, different one. A, a, a early birthday to a certain guest host of mine right here speaking right now that's exactly right tomorrow my 43rd birthday can't believe i'm 43 years old 43 bro coming up tomorrow but Mm. but again santa claus will be at our 2021 studio sponsor the how to barbecue right shop how to barbecue right shop located right here in hernando at 496 whitfield drive this store has everything a person needs for barbecue crawfish and all other kinds of outdoor cooking whether it's rubs sauces thermometers cast iron cutting boards knives or some of the best really cool high-end smokers on the market malcolm Malcolm Shop is your place to go. Find more on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. Give him a call at 912-9947. Look at his website, howtobbqright.com. That's howtobbqright.com. But the best thing to do is to stop by the How to Barbecue Right Shop, again, at 496 Whitfield Drive. No better time than tomorrow, Saturday, December 4th, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., a free visit from Santa Claus will be available there at the How to Barbecue Right Shop. You will leave with a digital picture of your child with Santa Claus, a completely free event. They'll have hot cocoa, cookies, and so much more. You can tour through the best barbecue shop in DeSoto County, bar none, the How to Barbecue Right Shop, located right here under the water tower. Sounds like they're throwing a birthday party at their shop for you with Santa. If I show up tomorrow, it will officially be a birthday party, yes. There you go. There you go. I, I what should, what I are should, we doing? Yeah, I should probably go. Yeah. I, I can almost guarantee you that Malcolm Reed has some type of a barbecue birthday cake recipe. Oh, uh, we want to air right now. Uh, I would uh, look <laughs> it up and say, hey, you know what? Let's 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 YouTube this and uh, just listen to it play. Over a million subscribers on YouTube. I don't know. But why are we doing? We need to go to work for him. That's what we should do. We should yep. go to work for him. Yeah, as, as our as our third job. <laughs> exactly. That's what we need, as our third, <laughs> third job. job. Well, look. Speaking of jobs, so let's talk about. The uh, visitor that was at the Chamber of Commerce meeting this past Tuesday, we teased it a bit on our Tuesday show. Of course, I'm speaking of Mayor Chip Johnson, who was the guest speaker at the Chamber of Commerce quarterly luncheon, which, again, like you mentioned on our Tuesday show, please tune back into that if you haven't heard the show. Uh, Derek mentioned that the December meeting is typically uh, with the mayor and whoever is mayor in Hernando, and that person kind of gives a state of the city address as they wrap up the calendar year. Derek, a lot of stuff came from the mayor's uh, informational stuff on Tuesday. Tell us about a pretty big, um, let's just say a pretty big thing coming to the city of Fernando. That is right. Uh, Before I I jump into what the mayor said, I do want to reach out to the sponsor that we were just talking about, Matt Matt Malcolm's Barbecue, uh, How to Barbecue Right, won the Outstanding Business of the Year. 
at the chamber meetings. They, he was recognized as the most outstanding business of the year for all the work that he's done, all the sponsorship he's done, the, the help that he put in with the barbecue festival for the Water Tower sure. Festival. So just a, a great uh, honor. Uh, and, and again, we are so thankful for his sponsorship for our show, but also th- really thankful for all that he does, uh, him and his wife, Rochelle, do in the city of Hernando. So the city of Hernando honors uh, Malcolm and Rochelle, Malcolm Reed, obviously. Again, we joke around about being a celebrity for his support of the city of Hernando uh, at a luncheon uh, catered by Scotty's Barbecue. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> and I promise you, I thought about that. I was like... Oh, wait, because, you know, you don't know who's nominated. Well, you don't want him to cook when he's being honored. That's true. That's I mean, true. Why would you do that? But you're up there, and you're sitting there, and you say, okay. And then when I realized he was there, I saw him kind of in the corner. I didn't get to talk to them because yeah. uh, I had to get out of there. It was a huge crowd. I uh, had to be out of there before one. Anyway, so I see him over there. He comes up and is congratulated, which is awesome. But I was like, I looked down at my plate, and I'm like, Ooh, that's uh, that's a that's kind of tough. I'm sure right they there. probably know each other. So. Uh, oh yeah! Congratulations, Malcolm, for that. That's an awesome, awesome honor. I think uh, we're going to nominate ourselves for that next year uh, for the uh, business of the year. <laughs> Anonymous, uh, yeah. right in, right little there. Little podcast that could. That's it. Little podcast. The mayor went up there after they had some uh, announcements and stuff like that. Then the mayor came up and he did talk. And I will say that to our listeners, please go back and listen to uh, our interview with the mayor that was posted the Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. Uh, That Tuesday, a lot of what he talked about was covered on that podcast. Now, I'm going to run through it very quickly through all of the bullet points that he touched. But I'm going to also reference, hey, this is on our podcast. This is on our podcast if you want to hear more details. The first thing he talked about was the census numbers and why they have to hire new more employees this year and probably each year going forward because of those census numbers. They had to work into the budget. Of course, we've discussed the budget over the last three or four months here extensively, so I'm not going to go into that. But he did kind of wanted to let the taxpayers know, hey, this is why we've had to hire people. We're not trying to bloat our budget. This is actually needed. Is it, does that simply mean because we've grown to a certain level, if we have 17,000 people here, they should have X number of this and X number of that? That's right. We have to – the policemen, all that. You sure. know, remember the police chief went mm-hmm. through the kind of right. – uh, the metrics that are used to tr- try to determine how many police should be on the force. Correct. Uh, dispatch numbers are up, yep. so they have to hire for the dispatch numbers, all that kind of thing. So, yeah, he went through that pr- uh, pretty quickly, but, again, uh, more detail in our past shows. Next, development around the square. He was very uh, excited to say, hey, look at the townhomes going up right here next to one Memphis Street. Right. Look at the uh, all of this. You know, we talked about the old Soto Times building that we know is being redone. Talked about the water line that went through the road, you know, being able to. That looks great, doesn't yeah, it? It looks really good. <laughs> Uh, but it does help with the fire ratings. Sure, it does well, help those businesses better. move in. Talks about the, the, the new businesses moving to the square, being reshuffled around the square. So just all the infill around the square was, uh, you know, wanted to thank the businesses doing that and also you know, was excited about that happening. Hey, real quick, if it gets really cold or if it ices again, the spot that's left where the, uh, the, the water line was nice put sled, in, nice you could easily sled oh, yeah. through that for you know several hundred yards. We joke oh. around on Memphis Street, they're doing some water improvements for the Goodwood building or the DeSoto Towns building we're well, talking for, about. Everybody with that. Of course, right. now you have, a, you, know, you have a two or three-story um, townhome town home going up, right. plus the three-story building sure. behind that that would need the water pressure. If, you, know, some, you had to come on the backside sure. uh, where Windy City is and that right. sort of thing. So anyway, yeah, it's, it's, it's for the city, but it is bringing a, allowing a couple new businesses to open up. And a particular studio for the UTW podcast that yes. definitely we're excited to be uh, should there be a fire or anything like yes. that we're better taken care of and I think our landlord is very happy about I that I agree with that uh, next, the uh, talked about the Mackinville exit opening. Not going to go into too much detail we have discussed that ad nauseum on here but uh, did you know was very happy about that did mention, of course, the new name, Gatorade Fieldhouse. Uh, was talked about that several uh, times. You talked said Gatorade Fieldhouse. Gatorade, Gatorade Fieldhouse. Right. And man, I was able to tour that recently. 
Very impressive. Wait, why are you and Greg Drumright hanging out without me? <laughs> you told me off air that you toured the field house. Y'all talked about a number of different things. I mean, you probably took him lunch and didn't even invite me. No, I did not take him to lunch. Uh, we just met out there, but it's just very, very impressive. Um, oh, it's going to be awesome. Next, home to sweeps plans are close to approval. We know where that's going. That's going by the uh, Walmart uh, right there behind Guarantee Bank. But uh, those are very close to coming to approval. So hopefully you'll be seeing that in the meetings being approved by the uh, Board of Aldermen and start construction sometimes first quarter of this coming up year. Matt, huge announcement. This Big is announcement. What, this, is what, this is where you alluded to. Is so this, the okay. next topic. Well, and, it, okay, real quick. We are recording this show in the morning. Right. And that has something to do. Morning is the time oh, yeah. that you're going to enjoy what you're about I to wish, say. I you wish. Know, it would be very nice. In fact... If they want to sponsor this show, Ooh, I'll be happy okay. to take one of those every morning. Uh, the uh, Starbucks. Starbucks was mentioned out of the mayor's mouth as officially coming to Hernando, located right next to the Wendy's that everybody's been speculating, I would say, for years now. Right. It was Chick-fil-A. It was something else. No, it is 100% Starbucks. They have now formally applied with the planning department, with wow. their plans and source. So now he can state, yes, the Starbucks is coming just across that new drive they're putting in between uh, Wendy's and the BP station. Will Starbucks, will that location be owned by Carlisle Corporation? Do we know that or don't know that? Don't know that. Okay. Didn't mention the owner. Um, and of course, I, once they file, I guess you can, you know, when it comes before sure, the, sure. the uh, alderman, you'll know. It'll have to come before the planning commission. Correct. So yes. once you, if you want to watch that meeting, I'm sure I'll mention all that. It's already hit Hernando Happenings, people complaining about the traffic. Some <laughs> people griping about the traffic, being upset with that. Um you know, it is what it is. Look, Hernando, uh, it's commercial dollars. Yes. Uh, it's going to help our tax base. Correct. Uh, it does not help traffic flow. I would agree with that. No. But remember, Hernando has nothing to do with the stoplights before that Correct. and after that. And something else to remember, and Chip said this in an interview, when a particular commercial property is zoned, what it is, mm-hmm. okay, C2, C1, whatever it's zoned, and someone wants to put in a blank, whatever that blank is, the city really can't block that. As long as it's in that exactly in that zoning, exactly, it's just it's a matter of design, right. not approval by the alderman. That's which it. is so, why I had to restate what I said before. Yeah. So Starbucks going there right next to Wendy's. Uh, then you have Trustmark Bank, which is plugging along that Cross stuff. Street. I mean, by the first of the year for Trustmark Bank, they'll be in the dry. It looks like. Oh yeah. Going to be really, really a beautiful Trustmark Bank right there at the corner uh, there on, on you know where the old Coleman's was. But uh, man, some progress coming up right there within that hundred yard radius of the Wendy's. Yeah, and it's a lot of new construction, going to be, you know, modern looking, going to be nice. Mm -hmm. So when people get off the exit, it's no longer, I mean, Coleman's was great. Coleman's was an older building, Uh, right? This right now was, it was kind of a vacant, um, you know, grass getting kind of high, you know, lot that was may or may not be cut. Well, that's where they had had that cat sighting. (laughs) It wasn't a cat, Matt. It was a panther. I know. Remember that? It was a black panther. Go go look up the video. (laughs) Go look up the YouTube video from the news guy who says, we're here in Hernando covering a cat sighting, and they they pan over there, and it's just this house house cat. And the guy goes, that's not it. That's not it. That's That's the the panther. So when you're in line trying to get to Starbucks, don't be surprised to see a black panther approach your window. Exactly. It's a national brand. Come to Hernando. Are you kidding me? Starbucks. I mean, that's that's huge. And let's just say a lot of um, soccer moms. Soccer moms. I was going to say Lululemon, Lululemon, whatever. Uh, yes. That that crowd. Maybe a few uh, Bible studies meeting at the Starbucks. Oh, Can you imagine? Yeah. And now I will say this. I'm glad Definitely some Ugg boots going to show up at the Starbucks. <laughs> Next, he talked about the ARPA funding. Uh, this is the money coming from the government. How right now it's $4 million. Lieutenant Governor would like to match that with all the cities to make it $8 million. It would have to be for water and sewer improvements. All discussion on our podcast before. Please find both the interview uh, and the uh, shows that we did, talked about before talking about the um, money coming from ARPA. 
the one and a half million water capacity for the Jaybird plant. So one and a half million is going to of this money would be used to increase the water capacity. Something we've talked about before. Joe Franks already has the plans, just waiting on the money to come in. Uh, they do have some of that money, but they are not spending it because they're waiting to see if this next three months of the legislature they approve that matching the the matching funds. So, but if not, either way, one and a half million is going to be going to increase the water capacity for the Jaybird plant. They have already received something that was mentioned uh, in our interview, $250,000 for the intersection of Oak Grove and 51 to start those studies, to put a stoplight in. And there, he's mentioned that Senator McClendon is hoping to get another $750,000 to be able to do the full stoplight, the full grading down and all that kind of stuff. So that was mentioned. Um, I wanted to thank uh, everybody that had to do, and even the prior administration for live streaming the planning commission meetings and then alderman meetings. Great. Yeah. Wanted to say, Hey, and I encourage everybody, there's about 160 people there said, Hey, look, watch our meetings. This is what we're there for. We're trying to, uh, you know, everything's above board. Everything we do, you see. And I will say this. We had some people sitting at our table uh, from the Memphis Grizzlies. They would come down there with the the hustle, but also from the Grizzlies offices. They were very impressed that we live streamed everything and wish they could get that from their, their city council uh, and, and how open that Chip was about everything. Uh, next uh, was the new ribbon cutting that will be mentioned in our shout-outs. Uh, new ribbon cutting for uh, the old roller hockey rink will be uh has been redone by the maddox foundation uh it's been resurfaced uh, they've done a lot of uh, improvements out there and matt it's going to be run by the ymca okay so this is the first time the ymca has actually run something in the city of fernando and this is the mayor hopes this can piggyback into them actually eventually maybe looking to put a y mm-hmm. in hernando so this is a good start starting that relationship with the ymca so that was huge news also um, the GIS photos. Now, these are, I know that you use them. I use them for my, my business. The last pictures were from 19. Uh, be prepared to see flyovers being done starting about March. Once all the, they want all the leaves to be gone and to be, you know, completely wintertime right before the leaves start to sprout again. Is when, those are the best pictures so they can see underneath trees everywhere. Um, they're going to be taking those about the beginning of March uh, to be available next August. So all of the GIS photos, the GIS mapping that the, the county uses, all of that will be redone by next August. So all the pictures will be very, very recent once you do that because of all the development that's going on. Hernando had to pay $4,000 for their part of that. He was very happy to cut that check because he thinks that's a wonderful thing. You're saying 1st of March is the time if you want to put a particular flag, <laughs> Biden-Harris or something like that If you want to leave something out roof. there or cut something into your lawn, sure. whatever you want to do, that's uh, when do it. I would start maybe the last week of February and leave it through about the first week of April. Make sure you get it on there. Okay. Just, um, just, to, just let it everybody knows just right march to april if you want to put something on your roof that maybe has a particular <laughs> message uh that could be on gis for two years go ahead there you go uh he wanted to thank the county schools Corey uh, usselton who was there he wanted to thank them for the new high school something i did not know i don't think i remember being heard it is going to also require a stoplight at pleasant hill and mackinville so on the north side, so Pleasant Hill and Mackinac, which makes sense, sure. never heard it. He said, no, we, we have been told as part of the deal, we have to get a stoplight there in the next four years. So by the right. time August of 2025, they have to have a stoplight at Pleasant Hill and Mackinac. So being listening over the next three or four years, the city working with the funding from the yeah. state to get that done, which again, just another a great thing for the, uh, the city. For the Dickens of a Christmas, he really reached out and said Gia did a great job with this, which we know, and the chamber, of course, who was putting on the event on Tuesday, did a great job with this Sibony uh, there. They had some early data, 63 unique zip codes 
came visited Hernando that day. So that's written by the card machine. Sure. 63 different zip codes came in that day to Hernando for that four to six hour time period. There was a huge increase in sales from last year, and it provided 20 two-day part-time jobs for that event. So just a great thing. We know it's how wonderful it is. It wins awards, but just early numbers as to how big of a deal it is for the city uh, of Hernando. That just two-day, that's only been going on now for two or three years. Just a uh, wonderful event, man. It really, really is. Hey, and let's not forget, it had a huge football game going on in Oxford yeah. uh, that weekend, so that's going to take some people away. It took uh, me away. Right, yeah. exactly. So just congratulations again to the, to the chamber uh, for that awesome, awesome event. Uh, he went over the highlights of the budget, like he hit each department, what they asked for, the increases. Not going to do that here, but again, uh, tune into our prior podcast. Animal shelter update, exact same thing he said on our interview. Yep. So please find our Tuesday interview uh, on the week of Thanksgiving, and the update that he gave then is the same update he gave on Tuesday. Uh, the new pothole machine is in service. Uh, it will patch first. So th- this is something he talked about, right. but wanted to make sure we understand. So. It's a two-part process. First, they come back and they put in like the gravel, but the gravel, they smooth it out, they flatten it out, they let it sit they, for a few days, then they come back over, and then they asphalt it down, sealing the edges. So these pothole covers are not going to be just the, the cold mix, and then they just throw it in there. No, no, no. It's now it takes a, it's about a week-long process to do a pothole, but it's going to be much better for much longer. So I know one was in our neighborhood recently. Um, very thankful for it, and I think you'll see these. But he wants me. Hey, look, the first thing that you see is not the finished product. Give us time to get back out there. Just uh, kind of, you know, letting people know how that worked. Gotcha. Still looking for a building inspector now. Okay. As part of the budget, he was talking about Kendra, uh, who has been hired for our new um, planning director. They are still have zero uh, building inspectors. Um, they Kristen in the office is the only one still doing it. Really need to get her back to her normal job, which is in the office overseeing everything. So if you know anybody that has a resume, please let them contact the city. Do not have to be certified yet. Uh, you do not have to, you know, obviously you have to know what you're doing, but don't have to be certified. The city will pay for you to get certified. As long as you can get out there and get the work done, they'll work with you through the process to get certified uh, if you're interested in doing that. So now's the time to do any home projects that you might want to do. <laughs> well, over the last, what, six or eight months, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Tell the workers to come on the weekends or at night, but now's the time to do your projects. <laughs> uh, please do it correctly. Please do it correctly. A <laughs> couple more things. The new guidelines for the mailboxes. Yep. Go back to our Tuesday before yep. Thanksgiving show to listen to it, but it breaks down exactly how that happened. Alderman Lynch bringing it up, or yep. Alderwoman Lynch bringing it up. And finally, sales tax is up 5.1%. Also mentioned in our interview, but he wanted to reiterate, for the first two months, we are up 5.1% over their projections. So if it continues that way, then not only will they be able to make the second hires, remember they hired half in October or trying to hire half now, the other half will be hired in April once they know where the the, uh, sales tax numbers sit. Right now it's looking good to go ahead and make those uh, second hires uh, in the the middle of the year. And, And then finally, again, I want to congratulate uh, Doug Jenkins uh, was the citizen of the year from the um, Connections Gym. And, of course, Malcolm was the uh, the business of the year. So I want to congratulate them again. Did you see Doug at the meeting? Yeah, I sat right next to him. Like, literally sat next to him. Did you mention to Doug that we are available for advertising I, on the I UTW? I talked to him. As, I, t- I actually, he asked what I I'm mean, he doing. took so much of my money for uh, play gyms or what, what's it? Yeah, what um, op, uh, open gym. Yeah, open, open gym. gym. Oh, they had the well, yeah, they have like the 
the Ninja Warrior, yeah. little Ninja Warrior courses and all that stuff right. in there. That stuff Wilson would go to it. I think Wilson became a social kid because of Open Gym. And he talked to me. He's got a location in Olive Branch too. Yeah. So I mentioned to him, "Hey man, I, I really did." I said, "Look, we got two podcasts that are in both cities." Just, just saying. Sounds like a heck of a good meeting uh, there. Like you said, 160 people in attendance there at One Memphis Street for the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, congratulations to the Chamber again on on the Dickens of a Christmas, and then also uh, this meeting for this weekend. This meeting this past Tuesday uh, sounds like it was really good, but it's always good there. You and I have been doing this now. It's hard to believe we're starting our 17th month of doing the UTW podcast, and so much of that consists of the uh, opportunities and the times that you and I get to sit here and talk over and over and over again about what it neat a small city, small town, whatever you want to call it, uh, we have here in Hernando. Just a wonderful, wonderful community, and we definitely appreciate everybody that makes that happen. Very easy to segue to another asset here in Hernando, Mississippi. I'm speaking about the Soto Family Dental Care. The Soto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Charter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process from beginning to end. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the DFDC difference. Give them a call at 429-5239. That's 429-5239. They are the official dentist of the UTW podcast. Please consider making them yours. Let me give a quick shout out to Dr. Bryant Trotter, who on Tuesday, I was able to reach out to Bryant, texted him. I was in his chair within a a few hours, came up with a plan for something that we had going on. Really, really appreciate you, Dr. Trotter, for being a good friend and being a good dentist. Really, really appreciate that. And thank you to DFDC for being a longtime sponsor of the UTW podcast. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419, again 662-892-8419, or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. They're my spray service, they should be your lawn spray service, and remember, if you want it green, call the king. Had the opportunity to visit with our next sponsor uh, just the other day. He came by my office, going to work on a price for an outside project for me. I'm speaking, of course, about Richard Williams and his team at Williams Services. William Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, 
fall cleanups. You know, Derek, I joke around about leaf removal. Now's the time. Yeah. Leaves. I mean, it's unbelievable. Everywhere. Everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Leaves are everywhere. Uh, you see the uh, the city truck driving around trying to do the best he can. It's absolutely amazing the number, the amount of leaves. Uh, and actually, when I met with Richard the other day, he had a huge trailer behind his truck full of leaves, full of debris, full of tree uh, limbs, all that kind of stuff. And those are the type projects that I'm speaking of when I'm speaking about William Services. No job too small on the outside of your home or business. Give Richard a call at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or learn more about Richard and his team on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. That's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Well, Derek, it's our Friday morning show, which right around this time on our Friday morning show, we give a little bit of love to some of the local uh, nonprofit, local things going on here in the city. Uh, we're going to start, first thing, you just mentioned a few moments ago, a big deal here in the city. Uh, most of our listeners are going to know just from being out there with t-ball and baseball out at the baseball field, going to know about the um, outdoor hockey rink, roller rink that they've had for a long, long time uh, out at the um, baseball fields. And uh, new information, tell us about that real quick one more time. All right, so again, today at 2 p.m., if you want to go out for the ribbon cutting for the YMCA Junior Street Kings Rink, the new time, I think they had it published maybe for three or another time, but the new time is today at 2 p.m., uh, Friday, December 3rd. Please go out there, show your support. The fact that, again, this has been redone by the Mattis Foundation. We want to thank Robin Costa and everything that she does for the city uh, for having that, you know, overseeing that and getting that done. And then also for the Y, who will run the Junior Street Kings uh, program, the, the rec program that they have down there. So, again, cannot be more thankful for them. But if you want to show that support, be out there today, 2 p.m. at the roller skating rink or roller hockey rink right there next to the baseball field on Robinson Gin Road. I mean, I can remember so many times out there with, with Wilson, you know, just hearing the kids clang around, hitting the boards, all that kind of stuff. Man, I got to get out there and take a look at that. I know that uh, anything the River Kings do or the Maddox Foundation does, you know it's going to be a really, really neat thing. Tell us something else about uh, – we haven't mentioned them in a while because maybe it's a little colder outside. The DeSoto Arts Council has something new going on. They were so uh, vital all summer long and definitely in the, the fall. Uh, there are opportunities there for the DeSoto Arts Council, a number of different projects that they did. They've got something going on. Uh, tonight and tomorrow here in the city what you got all right so there's two things tonight there's a preview party for the red door market a preview party will be hosted by becky beard in her home which is located at 120 west northern street again tonight at 6 30 p.m it will feature silent auction items they'll have uh some food some wine uh, there and be able to preview all the items also will have a silent auction uh, all, of course, the, the, the benefits will go toward the DeSoto Arts Council. So, again, if that's something that you want to see what they're going to offer, uh, bid on some silent auction items, just come, you know, to socialize. Uh, tonight at 630 at Becky Beard's house. And then tomorrow is the sixth annual Red Door Market. It'll be open for two days this year, Saturday, December 4th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Sunday, December 5th from 12 p.m. noon until 4 p.m. at the Hernando National Guard Armory. They will showcase 50-plus artisans from the Mid-South area selling unique handmade items just in time for your holiday season. There'll be 1,000 people enjoyed the event back in 2019, the last time they had it, and they're hoping for even greater participation this year. So again, you have two days this year, 10 to 6 on tomorrow on Saturday, and noon to 4 on Sunday to come out and finish up your Christmas shopping, supporting both the artists uh, around here and the DeSoto Arts Council. 
what a great event, Derek. I mean, now's the time to get out and support local, of course. But, uh, I mean, you know, Christmas gifts everywhere. So get out there to the Armory on Saturday. The benefits, uh, some you know, portion of proceeds, obviously, for the DeSoto Arts Council. Wonderful, wonderful uh, group of people there with the DeSoto Arts Council. Derek, I know you're on the board there, and so we appreciate you uh, serving there. This coming Monday night, don't forget the Hernando Chamber of Commerce will put on the annual Christmas parade in the city of Fernando. Uh, Derek, my daughter will be in it. She is the distinguished young woman of DeSoto County mm-hmm. for 2021. So she will be participating uh, there. She A uh, little shout out there to uh, uh, a particular presenting sponsor for uh, Let Me Use a Car. Very so nice. uh, we definitely, definitely appreciate that. But this coming Monday night, weather is supposed to come through over the weekend, but Monday is supposed to be gorgeous. Yep. Cold. But that's, that's what, what a, that's it's what a Christmas, Christmas parade. parade should be. Absolutely. So, uh, and again, you mentioned just a second ago, uh, Santa Claus will be there. He will be the last float as usual uh, tradition there. So really, really looking forward to the Christmas parade uh, next Monday night. Then he's got to come right back. Cookies with Santa, December 12th there, put on by the Parks Department from 2 to 5 at the Gale Center. $3 admission, free admission for kids under 12. And if you're over 12, Okay, you're probably <laughs> you're not sitting on uh, you're not sitting on Santa's lap. Three dollar admission for anybody over twelve. The free admission for the kids, actually, Derek, sponsored by the Optimus Club. Mm-hmm. So thank you to them for that. Be at the Gale Center. Everybody knows what the Gale Center is here in Hernando. Two to five, December twelfth. Cookies with Santa. Some of the different uh, sponsors there, of course, How to Barbecue Right, uh, a.k.a. Malcolm Shop, Stars in Motion, Center Stage Dance, Mid-South Therapeutic Riding Center, and a number of different other supporters, of course. So, again, Cookies with Santa, December 12th, 2 to 5. Be sure and try and get over there if you can. Our last mention, of course, includes Santa Claus. I'm speaking about the crew of Hernando annual Santa Claus caravan coming up on December 18th, a trek through the city of Fernando, a wonderful, wonderful event. Start to pay attention to the crew of Fernando, K-R-E-W-E, Crew of Fernando Facebook page in the next uh, few couple of weeks to learn more about the routes, learn more about different things. Really, really, really neat event, Derek. So uh, I know you work so hard on it for the crew. So we we appreciate all you give there. How many families will we be uh, helping this year? We're having eight families this year. Okay, so eight families this year uh, given to us through the counselors by the school system. Mm -hmm. We don't know names. We don't know addresses, any of that kind of stuff. I mean, we're not giving that information. Don't want to know that information. Uh, It's about giving, and that's what we want to do. So just can't believe it's an 11th. 11th time. Uh, 11th Even during COVID, we did it. Yeah, we did it last year in the pouring, freezing rain. Uh, yes, Santa it, Claus was freezing cold. <laughs> I had to, I was doing the music. That's right. In front of Santa Claus. Also the, freezing on, cold. Also freezing cold. At a certain point, we were going so fast to get done with the uh, caravan, <laughs> the speaker was basically like a sail, and it fell on me several, several times. I was soaking wet, had to go <laughs> had to go to the back of the uh, home that we were at at the end and just sit there and kind of thaw out, thaw out for a little while, but just uh, really good to uh, hang out with Santa Claus that particular day and uh, we appreciate everybody that supports the crew of Fernando Santa Claus Caravan. Derek, speaking of somebody that has definitely supported the crew of Fernando in the past, and I'm sure will continue to do that, I'm speaking, of course, of Mr. Sam Lauderdale with Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local state farm provider, is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from the Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local longtime resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 662-429-5213. Again, 662-429-5213. 
or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Podcast brought to you by our newest advertiser, which was a former advertiser, but now kind of circle back to be our newest advertiser. I speak, of course, of mobile car and van rental located at the corner of Commerce and McCracken. Derek, some neat things coming up for mobile car and van rental, some expansion opportunities uh, really growing right there on that corner. Um, I guess I'll be able to just walk over and get Starbucks too. You know, so there you, you go. Cars, you know, mobile car and van rental, cars, pickup trucks, vans. Do not drive to the airport. Do not go, man, don't even go to South Haven anymore. We will do our absolute best. If we have a car, give us a call. We'll do our best to put you in it. If you have a car that's going into a body shop, if you've got a car repair that's going to take 10, 12, 15, 20 days, we will do our absolute best to do a little bit better than the big boys that uh, where you're just a reservation, you may show up, show up and they hand you the keys to uh, you know something you weren't expecting. So please give us a call, 662 662- 469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. And speak to the team at Mobile Car and Van Rental. The secret is out. North Point Christian is DeSoto County's most popular private school destination. 211 new students made the switch and became part of the North Point family this year, pushing their enrollment to record levels. North Point will be hosting their next open house this Tuesday, December 7th at 6 p.m. They encourage prospective families to come and see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes have made North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. Interested families should reserve their spot today by contacting Director of Admissions, Mrs. Sheila Sharon, at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. They invite you to get ready to make the switch and join the North Point family. All right, so we had mentioned two before. Riley Eister and Allie Callahan had already, uh, I guess, signed or committed to sign and, and you know, made the – went ahead and did, I guess, on their own. But they also did it publicly uh, with three other members of the Hernandez softball team, and that's who we wanted to make sure we mentioned today. There were three members. Uh, it was uh, Avery Wolf and Julia Shaw signed with Itawamba Community College and Jenna Shaw signed with Northeast Mississippi Community College. So all th- so that will be five off of the Hernando softball team, the state champion Hernando softball team uh, that will be uh, entering college uh, next fall uh, to play and be able to continue to be paid both uh, for their athletics and their academics. Congratulations to those young ladies. Hannah Grace uh, knows all of them and, and very, very proud. Um, you know, Allie Can- Callahan lives right down the street from me and you. Uh, just really, really could not be happier for those young ladies. And uh, congratulations and uh, go Lady Tigers this coming spring. All right, next, uh, Matt, before we get into the soccer and the basketball portions of our show, we want to make sure there's one more football-related item that we wanted to talk about, the Region 1 6A Super 22. Uh, that's a fancy way of saying, I guess, the, the region, the all-region team, uh, the Region 6A all-region team. They came out with their 22 players named, and Hernando had two of them on there. Now, Lewisburg, unfortunately, did not have any named, uh, but Hernando, uh, which we do cover, has two. Uh, the overall offensive MVP for the 2021 season was Zach Wilkie, quarterback Zach Wilkie for the Hernando Tigers, and one of the three receivers named to the all-region team was Eli Mashburn. Uh, I know Eli personally, a great kid. Uh, and so um, just congratulations both to Zach Wilkie being the overall offensive MVP and for Eli Mashburn being named one of the three receivers on the all-region team. 
We say it at the end of every year, Derek. Uh, anytime you recognized all district, all region, something like that, just a really, really uh, great thing. So congratulations to Zach. Congratulations to Eli. Uh, and again, congratulations to the Hernando Tigers for making the playoffs. We really, really are, are proud to uh, cover them each and every Friday night during the fall. We mentioned on our Tuesday show that we were going to give you the records for our soccer. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, we cover North Point, we cover Lewisburg, and we cover Hernando. Just a reminder on that, the girls play in the spring, We've already, I mean, in the fall, we've already covered that. Yeah, the girls are done. The girls are done. North the, Point girls are done. And North Point girls are done. The boys play in the spring, so we'll get to them in the spring. Yeah. They'll have their own time, so that's what the private schools does. But, <laughs> but the public schools, however, look, let's start with Lewisburg. How are the Lewisburg girls and boys soccer teams playing? Actually, Matt, this is pretty easy. We actually had them playing each other this, okay. this past time. I believe you were at one of the games doing something uh, for the game. So we had the Lewisburg girls came to uh, Hernando. They came to Hernando to play, and the Hernando boys went to Lewisburg to play. Matt, both of them, the Hernando girls, and I'll let you expound a little bit on that. Hernando girls won. It was 2-2 two to two at the end of regulation. Had to go to PKs. Matt, according to my, my sources, my the, the Twitter Six to five in PK. I actually had to go to extra PKs. Correct. Yes. The first group of five tied four to four. They go to a really sudden death. The goalie for the Hernando Lady Tigers, Miss Catherine Bush. Uh, I say it like that because, again, as the announcer, I got her name wrong. So just, hey, Catherine. I won't even expand on wow. I don't even know why. Put I don't know B- how. Catherine, S- great job. No, no, I didn't get her name wrong from a standpoint of saying it wrong. Oh, uh, wrong player. Exactly. Gotcha. Correct. Okay, uh, and I apologize to Catherine for that. Wonderful job. She goes by the initials KB. So that's what people call her. Okay. So she did. She stopped the young lady there for Lewisburg. She stopped it. And then a uh, young lady from Hernando scored. So boom, there you go. Sudden death. Uh, Hernando got the win. So two to two tie, but one in penalty kick. So congratulations to those young ladies. Again, playing here shortly after uh, we release this show. So the Hernando boys, since the girls were playing in Hernando on Tuesday night, the boys had to go to Lewisburg to play on Tuesday night. Same result at the end of regulation, different result for the final. Correct. The Lewisburg and Hernando tied nil-nil. Uh, at the end of regulation, had to go to PKs. This one, much better. The goalies must have been playing lights out. The Lewisburg Patriots beat Hernando 2-1 to in PKs. That's a very low That's PK, a very low PK, very yes. low PK score yes. to win. I mean, you, when you, if you're a goalie and you stop three PK shots, you've pretty much figured you're going to win the PK. And, I mean, that's some Scott Sterling stuff right there. I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> he stops three PKs, and they still lose Yes, uh, because the Lewisburg Patriots top four PKs. Uh, anyway, just a great hard-fought game. Uh, congratulations. Since we cover both schools, congratulations to Lewisburg. Hernando, that is a very tough loss, uh, but looking to rebound uh, as you know, on, during the next game, which, again, Hernando will play in right the next now. couple yeah, hours exactly. uh, as you're listening to this. Uh, and so uh, good luck to both of them as they play. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck to all the soccer players. It's amazing. Derek, soccer is the fastest growing sport across the country. So, Lewisburg has good soccer. Hernando has good soccer. Uh, the boys, uh, Wilson plays. Uh, obviously, he's in ninth grade, so he's on the JV team. Um, but, you know, obviously practices and does all the stuff and, and everything with the varsity. Not having the best success. Uh, not a lot of wins happening right now, but we hope to turn that around when it comes time for district. So good luck to all the soccer players out there. Uh, definitely, definitely we'll keep uh, pulling for those young young men. Let's go to a different round ball, Derek. The basketball. Tell me what happened when it comes to basketball for the North Point Lady Trojans and the North Point Trojans this past Tuesday night. All right, Matt, we'll, we'll start with North Point. So at North Point, the Lady Trojans and the Trojans welcomed a local rival, the Fayette 
Vikings and the Lady Vikings to the Trojan Gym on Tuesday. The Lady Vikings, we'll cover that game first. The Lady Vikings were ranked number three in the state in Division Two single A. Now, I know in football they play Division Two double A, but in basketball there's only two divisions. There's a single A and a double A. That's it. So they we all play in the single A division. Uh, the Lady Vikings were ranked number three, and the Lady Trojans ranked number 12. I'm going to do a little sidebar here. When you make it to the Final Four the last two years, you lose one player off of the team over the last two years to make the Final Four the last two years. How you start the year ranked up for number 12, I have no idea. Uh, I would agree. All right. So, anyway, so number three comes in, faces number 12. The Lady Trojans came out strong and took a 28-14 to 14 halftime lead. The Lady Vikings came back and cut the lead down to sixth early in the fourth quarter. But the Lady Trojans were able to pull away for a 50-38 to 38 victory and improve to 4-0. The team was led by Briley Faith Cherry, who had 23 points, and 16 points by Bethany Wright. Their next game is tonight at... M-A-H-S, Memphis Academy for Health Sciences, by the way, is also ranked in the top 10 Wait, in the state. so it's not homeschool? It's, I got it wrong? No, H-S it's not, not homeschool. Home this is not homeschool. <laughs> this is a charter school. Gotcha. Okay. Charter school, not a homeschool. This is a charter school. The boys, of course, the boy, they every, when I say these games, 99% of the time, the boys and girls will be playing the same uh, school. They face the Vikings, and the Matt – Vikings walk in with a 6'11 center. Hmm. Uh, kid was kid was really tall. Yeah. Uh, this is the second game of the night. The first half was very low scoring. It was 12-11 after the first quarter and only 17-17 at halftime. The Trojans came out uh, in the second half firing and pulled away in the third where Christian Gilliland had 14 of his 33 points. Wow. In the, in the third quarter, and the Trojans scoring more in that quarter, 19, than they did in the entire first half. They made some great halftime adjustments, ended up pulling away and winning by the final of 59-36, to 36, and Darius Naylor being the only other Trojan in double digits with 10 points. They improved their record to 4-0, and then as mentioned, they both traveled to MAHS tonight. They will play at 730 uh, after the girls' game at 6 p.m. So, got to go on a Friday night. Got to go into Memphis. Got to go into Memphis on a Ooh, Friday night. Okay. Which is um, – <laughs> Okay. That's, yeah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't like that scheduling much. <laughs> Good luck with that. L- luckily – oh, wait. You have – okay. You'll have to go to that varsity. Well, I will, and then they play again, Matt, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. also in Memphis again. Where in Memphis? I like a morning game in Memphis. Uh, no I'd, offense. I'd have to check the schedule. I don't remember who they play Saturday because I'm trying – it's it's enough to keep up with one game at a time. I understand. I yeah, definitely. So, they have games both teams play on on Saturday as well. Both teams play on wow. Saturday. Both yes. teams play on Saturday. Good luck, Lady Trojans and Trojans uh, uh, on the basketball court. Look forward to covering that game on Tuesday. So good luck over the weekend, especially. Let's move on down, down get well, over to Lewisburg. Tell us about the Lady Patriots and Patriots. What happened to them on Tuesday night? They squared off against Water Valley. Water Valley being the Blue Devils. So you'll have the Lady Blue Devils, which sounds a little strange to say, and then the Blue Devils. Uh, the Girls really pummeled them for a 57 to 34 victory. This win improves the Lewisburg Lady Patriots record to five and five with this dominating performance. The Lady Patriots were led by Allie Carroll, who had 18 points, and Hallie Hodges, who added 10. Next up, the Lady Patriots, who play at Hernando tonight. So again, nice. Hernando's got two home soccer games happening right now all morning. You can come back at 6 p.m. tonight and watch back-to-back uh, boys and girls game here against. Cross County rival Lewisburg. 
the boy, Lewisburg boys also, again, playing the Blue Devils. They jumped out on the Blue Devils, doubled their score, 30-15 to 15 lead at halftime. The lead also got as high as 21 in the third quarter, but the Blue Devils started to catch fire late, and Lewisburg had to hang on for a 54-40 to 40 victory. They were led by Amarian Davis with 14 points and Hayden Drumright with 13. The Patriots improved to 8-2 and two overall uh, on the season and face Hernando again tonight after the girls' game. Matt, it's a very uh, a tough team coming in tonight. Hernando, 8-2 and two, uh, Patriots coming in to face Hernando tonight. You know, Derek, Hernando and Lewisburg, even though they kind of quote-unquote are both, uh, you know, right here and, and so forth, they do not like each other. The, not, the two no, schools no, do not no, like no, no, each no, other. No, no. Well, I mean, it, you know, of course, when everything was kind of pushed out 12 years ago, yeah. uh, the people from Hernando went to Lewisburg, vice versa. You know, had to kind right. of split it up right down the middle. Um, and so there's a lot of people that know each other, a lot of families that know each other, and uh, a lot of animosity between the two schools. Uh, now we'll turn to Hernando. Hernando traveled down to Cenotopia. They went south to Cenotopia on Tuesday night for a matchup against the Warriors and the Lady Warriors. We'll start with the Lady Tigers first, who started off strong, leading 15-2 after the first quarter. Both teams scored 13 in the second, and then Hernando outpaced Cenotopia 11-9 in the third to coast to a 59-40 victory. Hernando was led by Demaya Cummings, who had 20 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 steals, and Abby Harrison, who had 19 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 blocks. The win improves the Lady Tigers to 5-3, and three, who welcome again the Lady Patriots tonight. So, again, come out to the gym, see a great game against these close county rivals. I mean, it's a Friday night in Hernando in the winter. What else are you going to do? What else you got to do? Let's go. Uh, boys, again, also facing the Warriors. Uh, now, this one, man, got a, got a little chippy. Uh, they had, this was a battle uh, on their hands. At the end of the first, it was 15-15. to 15, So, much, you know, a girl, the girls was 15-2. to two. The boys' games were 15 to 15 after the first. The Tigers outscored the Warriors 15 to 8 in the second to take a seven-point lead into halftime. The Tigers increased that lead to 16 by the end of the third and won by the final of 52 to 38. There was reports that the game did get a little chippy and may have had been some players asked to leave the game due to some pushing and some shoving. Either way, the Tigers get the win to improve their record to two and two again. I'm assuming this is correct. <laughs> I don't know how they've only played four games. Compared to everybody else playing seven to nine games, I'm going to keep saying that until somebody emails us at underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com to correct me. And they will face the Patriots at home tonight. The Tigers will need to keep up their toughness, but maybe not get thrown out of the game uh, against, <laughs> a good, tough. against a good Lewisburg team. So, again, Friday night in Hernando, go to the gym. Under the Water Tower tonight. Hernando hosts Lewisburg today. As you're listening to this show, maybe if you listen to it when it first comes out, soccer going on an in-school game. So, man, just some really, really fun stuff going on in the city of Fernando tonight. A uh, little bit of weather this weekend, but, the man, the parade is uh, supposed to be great on Monday. What a great, great city we live in. Really, really looking forward to the weekend here under the water tower. Look, if you enjoy our show, we, we talk about different things with the Alderman meetings, planning commission, uh, give shout-outs. We talk about nonprofits, all the different things that you just heard on our show. If this is the first time we hope you enjoyed it and we hope that you will continue listening if you enjoy our show please share it share it with friends share it with family heck share it over christmas dinner for all we care let people know all about the utw podcast about what we're talking about the positive positive things here under the water tower also find us on facebook at utw podcast on instagram at utw podcast and on twitter at utw pod wherever you can hear our voice please spotify 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Give us a five-star review. Let us know how we're doing. And please help us move up the ranks of local podcasts. If you enjoy our show, look up OB Pod. Simply stands for Olive Branch. OB Pod covering the eastern side of DeSoto County. They also cover the schools Lewisburg, Olive Branch, and Center Hill. Give you information when it comes to football, basketball, baseball, all that stuff for those schools. OB Pod. Look them up. On our Friday show, we always try and encourage people to visit their local church. Please consider going to church this weekend. If there's a church you pass by on your way home from work every day uh, and they don't have the times up, find them on Facebook, find their website. They will share the uh, you know worship times with you. Definitely be on their Facebook. So please, please, please consider going to church this weekend. You absolutely will not regret it. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. Silver bells It's Christmas time in the city Ring a ling Hear them ring Soon it will be Christmas day City sidewalks, busy sidewalks